whenever I, in my youth, found something that that I could call my own, something that I could excel in, something that I believed in, someone bigger than me who didn't understand how much I enjoyed what I was doing took it from me. Yeah. It was an undercurrent. Why make something bigger when someone's going to take it from you? Why excel when somebody's going to take it away? Empower You podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners. We discuss a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, cultural, and societal perspective. We believe that through tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. Subscribe to our channel and let us empower you. Welcome to Empower You Podcast. My name is Kibway Cooper and I am... Your host, thank you all so much for being here. Right. And I'm joined today by none other than the guy, Samaj. Stop, stop. Samaj you. is an energy worker, and I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more about that. But we're really happy to have him here. He is an incredibly gifted individual, and his perspective on things is just absolutely phenomenal and life-changing. Uh, his approach to energy and how we interact with life and how life affects us, how we allow life to affect us. And uh, I'm just so glad you're here to talk to us about this. Happy We're going to be, be here, talking bro. today about burying the dead and healing. And I think that is so important that we learn how to let go of things that are no longer serving us. And so right. when I came, when I when I thought about this topic, I was like, oh man, we got to get some margin here to talk to us about this. Yeah, that's deep. So it's yeah, deep if, if, you'll, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. And um, yeah, we'll get into it, man. Right on. Well, um, I am Samaj Ramal Crawford. Um, that's my new name. If people, a lot of people around town used to know me as JC. And uh, a lot of people know my dad from the city. He was uh, Satch Crawford, a police officer here in town. And, um, you know, the family has a history here. You know, my brother, he travels around, does music here in town. But um, I've uh, kind of always been the uh, enigma of the family, right? Oh, okay. So... I was the one, you know, when <laughs> big as I am, when I went to school, everybody said, oh, you should play football. And, and what I wanted to do was entertain. I wanted to be a yeah. dancer. I wanted, yeah. you know, and, uh, and it was like there was just something, you know, my, my rhythm was just always different. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so, you know, life has um, led me into this, this journey of um, holistic healing. Okay. Um, energy healing. Um, I don't know. It's it's a gift, you know. Yeah. Uh, I had to go to China, you know. And uh, you mentioned something about being on a path, and I ended up on this path 
literally in a place that doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, right? wow. And um, yeah, um, Kowloon in, in China, a little man, you know, came out and was like, I will teach you this. And um, that was 40 something years ago, man. And you know, oh, wow. So, you know, he lays this gift on me and 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 now I'm just at the point, you know, 40 something years later where it's like I I can't die with this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know, it's been revealed to me that everybody, anybody can do what I do. Yeah. They just have to learn. Yeah. And so that's um that's kind of my goal right now is is to teach people to heal people. You know, and mm. especially after all this COVID stuff going on, you know. Okay. Um people people have forgotten the power of the touch. And so that's you know, we we're so distanced from each other and you right. know, and it's like we have to learn a new way. So, I'm the guy to teach it. So, explain in some very, you know, simple terms, because yeah, <laughs> you had to explain certain things to me, especially when I first met you, because I didn't really understand a lot of what you were talking about. Um, but what <laughs> would you, how would you explain energy work? How would you explain holistic healing? People say these different things, but right? I mean, I don't feel like anybody really breaks that down into what it means. So as far as you understand, and, and this being your expertise, can mm -hmm. you describe to me and to the audience, obviously, right? right. Um, what is energy work? What is holistic healing? Is this just a fad? Is this something we should really care about? Hol holistic is a word. You know, but in in the sense of in the sense of it, it kind of gives you a a boundary of of what what genre of healing you're looking at. Okay. Okay. When we when we speak holistically, we're talking hopefully without a whole bunch of medication. Um, hopefully, when we speak holistically, we're we're speaking and holistically with a W. Okay, yeah. holistic in the sense that whatever we do, we're doing it for the whole body. Right. The entire body will benefit from whatever it is that you're doing. My approach to healing in a W holistic way is that there's not one part of the body that can't be in trauma without the rest of the body suffering from it. Okay. At, at one way or another. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you know, when we talk about, you know, the 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 eye can exist and, and be in pain, but it's still part of that body. Yeah. And so holistically, you know, I um I treat the whole body when I do my work. Okay. Um energy, energy is, is a word that, you know, has what's the word? It's it's morphed over the years, right? Because you could say, you say energy work 20 years ago, and it's like, woo, you know, people, you know, yeah. you're a woo-woo guy. Right. You know, <laughs> <Woo -woo. laughs> you know, and, and now people understanding energy exists. Energy is what we are. And, and, you know, scientists and people have been saying it for years and years, but people are starting to understand that Everything around you affects you. 
Right. All right. And, you know, we say it now, you know, in terms like, I'm not giving her any of my energy. Okay. You just said it. What does that mean? Right. When you say you're not giving somebody your energy, that means you're not investing the power that you have running through your body. Right. You know, and we all feel people's energy. You walk, ever walk past a person? Oh, yeah. And, and, and go, whoa, what's wrong with them? You don't know them. Yeah. You didn't see them, but you yeah. felt them. What was that? That's energy. We all have it. It runs through us. It flows out of us. And we, you know, that's how we interact. Right. And, and that can manifest as like a bad attitude or a very optimistic attitude. Or, right. Or being very helpful or very happy or very sad. These are different manifestations of the kind of energy that you have. Oh, yeah. And, and in you. any kind of way. And any, in any kind. It's all energy. Right. It's like turn off the light and what do you see? Right. Nothing. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. So it's like energy. That's all it is. Okay. Huh. Well, I know, <laughs> you know, when I was coming up, we used to, I know my mom used to always say, and even still in, in, in my home and, you know, with my family and stuff, um, you know, we used to always say somebody had like a bad spirit or a bad, you know, they've got a bad feeling or they felt they had a sense of discernment about somebody. Right. And how they acted or behaved. And, right. Um, I always thought that was very, very interesting. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I think yeah. when I think of energy, I think of it as a manifestation of that, a certain type of that. Right. Um, right. Or a different language for that same exact For the exact thing. same thing. You know, and and... And 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 for for me for anybody it it's a, it's a matter of verbiage. Yeah. You know, is it you'll call it something. You know, you'll call it chi. You know, in China, you know, you 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 call it your chakras. You know, somewhere else, and and it's all to say that that it's energy. Yeah. It's what flows through us. And and it doesn't go unnoticed by other people, you know. And in in my work, it's more about the person, right? You know, because what you do with your energy is your choice, right? And so, you know, and and everybody walks around looking for other people to blame for stuff yeah. that's going on with them, right? And a lot of what happens in your body is produced and manifested by the energy you give it in your mind. Mm, okay. So someone comes to you with anxiety or some energy that is not constructive. They come to you for help. What do you do? I do what we're doing. Okay. I, I, first we talk. Okay. And my gift, okay, um, and everybody has it, and just like anything else, some people develop it more. But my gift is I can feel people, right? Discern, if you will. Um, I feel people's energy from like three blocks away. You know, <laughs> people come, people come before me, and they'll sit down and they'll tell me, "This is wrong with me. This is wrong with me. This is happening in my life. I'm having anxiety. I'm feeling this." And there is a core, there's a core um, 
structure in them that that that's the core of their dysfunction. Yeah, there's a All root right? there there's somewhere. A root, right. And so, you know, as as I'm watching and you know, seeing what's going on with them energetically and listening to them and that we speak so much of our pain into our bodies and we don't realize it. Words are a very, very strong energy. All right. We we say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's false. Words will destroy a person. Okay. You take a kid, right? And you tell that kid when they're doing their best, you're stupid. You've destroyed that child with your words. The energy of that word broke them put in their mind because at that point you know they they're, they're looking for you to help yeah. them have an identity yeah. and the identity that you just cursed them with is it's, that you're stupid even when you're doing your best is that energy that's energy yeah right yeah have how what does it feel like energetically when someone says I don't love you. Me saying that to you right now, your body has a reaction. Right. All right. There's an instant reaction that goes, well, why would you say that? And you go, oh, demonstration. Right. All right. You know, so you have like this instant thing and go like, whoa, that's energy. That's what I do when people come. I, I have to see past what they think is going on. Okay. Sometimes they're, you know, sometimes they have legitimate reasons for feeling how they're feeling. Now, in my book, I put it down. There's three things, right, that you, that, that, that cause pain in the body, right? One, the number one thing that causes pain in the body is drama. All right. Right. Just life stuff. The life stuff that, that is happens. out of control. Right. The second one is trauma. If, if you got hit by a car, your arm's supposed to hurt. Your leg's supposed to hurt, right? And the third thing that, that that we don't take into account is divine manifestation. Hmm. All right? Just like uh, Paul had pain in the side. Yeah. Right? That was a divine manifestation. When, when, when you haven't slept for three days because you're grinding so hard, and God said, boy, you got to slow down. And all of a sudden, you get a pain you ain't never had in your life, and it stops you for two or three days, and then it's gone. Right? So those are the three things that cause pain in the body. And, you know, the rule with that is if it comes from nowhere, it can go back to nowhere. Yeah, once you figure out what the root cause is. Once you figure out what the root cause is. Wow. So, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of... There's a whole lot going on, you know, in the in the introduction aspect. And, you know, just like you were saying, you know, you, you know, like I didn't know what you were talking about at first. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking about at first. Right. But I also have to do at the same time, I'm listening to this person and I and I take seriously what they're saying. 
you know, I also have to be able to let them understand that I'm not 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 grandma's massage. I'm not I'm not grandma's therapy. I'm I'm going to come from a whole different direction because I believe from a whole different direction. Right. And so, you know, I'm still working. So I guess things are working. Right. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, right? you said. Uh, uh, so you you mentioned your book. Um, do you recommend this to your clients? Because, you know, they'll come in, they'll talk to you, and then you all will either do a massage or just a life coaching session? Most of the time, most of the time people are, when they come to me, they come for a massage and they end up getting a coaching session too. Right. You know, I do, I do this version of what I call tabletop coaching. Uh-huh. You know, once they're on the table and, and they start to feel this energy exchange, this, this, transference of energy um there's a there's an easier understanding because i walk them through feeling the energy move through their body Mm. okay and and once they understand um the what's the word the experience okay you can you can tell a person about anything all day long and they can either believe it or not believe it. Right. Right. But once Facts. a person has an experience, there's only a couple of choices they have then. They go, oh, I did experience it. It's true. Right. Right. Or they can be in denial and go, I experienced it, but I don't understand it. And I, I don't I don't have a I don't have a expectation of anybody coming back and seeing me a second time. Yeah. You know, yeah. for two reasons. One, I heal them. I don't heal them, but they get healed. Yeah. Or two, it was just too much for their brain to take and they don't come back. And they can't express that, you know, I don't know what happened, so I'm not coming. People are people are funny. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't I don't have that expectation. But I give I give everybody the experience. Yeah. Cause 20 years down the road, at least they know. I went and saw this dude and I was hurting. And when I was done, I wasn't. Yeah. But it was just too different, you know, and and that how we do different things. We just judge it and yeah. And then leave it alone just because we don't understand it. Yeah. Instead of looking in and trying to find, you know, find out truth. Yeah. You know. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So, I know I uh, a few years ago I read your book and uh first of all I loved it. If you guys have not uh picked up the C word, you definitely need to check it out. It was very 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 insightful. It helped me out a lot. Thank and you. uh because of that Thank book, you. you know, I just started to look at things a little bit differently and um that just led me down other paths that I believe, you know, um have really helped me develop in some really crucial yeah. ways yeah. so highly recommend the book and samaj if you're looking for any type of um work at all uh you, as you can see you know he's got all the answers uh, <laughs> <laughs> so listen let's let's get right. into this topic because yeah man we can yeah. sit here and jive all that day tripped man. Me out. yeah that was a good that's a good topic um so what we're talking about today is burying the dead and and healing yourself so what's what's the what's the first thing you think of when you think about burying the dead. What does that mean to you? Um, 
Yeah, man. I, I, when you sent me that topic, I was like, whoa, that, that's deep, you know, and, and I, and I had to, I had to really sit and think about it. And, and of course, and I did a little research, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and it's like burying the dead is, is, it's not even, it's not something we even had to learn. You know, 130,000 years ago, they have found proof that people were being buried after they were dead for all different kinds of reasons, right? Some were to put spirits closer to where they would be, you know, in the afterlife. Some were to bury people so their disease wouldn't come out of the ground, you know, and affect people, you know, and everybody has had their own perspectives on burying the dead. But to me, Burying the dead kind of puts um, the the period on that life, mm. right? And as far as as far as personal death, right? When they're buried, you know, it, it's like you know that there's like a closure, you know, and and you know in in crime cases. You know, everybody wants, you know, with a missing person, you know, it's like, is my child alive or is my child dead? And if my child is dead, I want to bury them. Yeah. To to put the get period closure. and get that closure on that life. But in 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 a personal state, I think burying burying the dead is putting the past right where it's supposed to be all right it's it's yeah. something that once it's buried it's not supposed to be uncovered and revisited yeah all right and 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 it's a huge huge dynamic in in healing is that closure and that burying of the past, people can't do it, mm. and and that's that's the mm. it's the hardest thing for people to do. That's a very interesting. You say that. I think there. I think we become so attached to our former selves or whatever it is that we may need to detach from mm -hmm. that we form our, our identity or at least a part of our identity around it. Mm -hmm. So when it dies or we can no longer keep it, mm -hmm. we feel as though a part of ourselves dies because we're burying it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. 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 It, it does. And, 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 you know, you know, I'm no super theologian, right? <laughs> but, you know, it's like, you know, you have to die to yourself. Yeah. Right. And you have to bury that. Right. And yeah. there's so there's so much. I mean, th this topic is like it's just, it's just wide <laughs> with me. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going I'm to say this because I, I really, really want you to get a, a sense of, of, of how I'm thinking about this. Right. It's like one of the hardest seasons for me is Easter. All right. Because, you know, I came, I came from, you know, even though my dad was a cop, right? I was the kid who did probably everything you shouldn't do and just didn't get caught. 
but I still had to come face to face with God and and know that the things that I was doing I can't do. Right? Yeah. Not not to go to heaven or anything else like that. It was just wrong. Right. That's just that's just how I, I look at things. You know, he's like, you can't work your way into heaven. So, you know, I'm not trying to do this, right? I'm just trying to be God, how should I live? Yeah. God direct my path. But if I'm on if I'm on my own path, God can't do it. So I had to submit to the path that I that he wanted to put me on. But Easter is so hard for me because all the time I grew up, you know, all when especially when I when I came into the fold and they said Jesus died for our sins. And he died and was buried and was resurrected 2000 years ago. Why, this is why it's hard for me, why every year we have to kill him all over again Mm. for him to be resurrected. Right. Right. Jesus died and was buried once and for all in my book. Yeah. And I don't believe that I have to go through the pain of killing him all over again to say he is risen. Right. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I think He's I risen, rose, and done. Right. So it should be more, I mean, uh, so I, I mean, mean it, I guess I understand it as being more of a, or at least Easter. A tradition, maybe just tradition. Carrying a tradition, but yeah. and it's then like. Also just like the, the idea that he triumphed over the grave or he, he beat death in some way, shape or form. Right, right. And it's, and it's like, but man, we go through a whole bunch to make sure he's dead all over again. And so that that that's me, y'all. Sorry, I had to go there. That hey, was no, that, but, listen, but you know, it's you like let nah. me know what you think. I think um, there's definitely there's a lot to be said for the the tradition of burying things. I think yeah, there's, yeah. We we we. I know for myself, you know, I get so attached to things because mm-hmm. I don't feel like, you know, I I've struggled with being okay with things. Like as far as you know, we didn't. I didn't grow up in a super lavish environment or anything, and so um, everything we had, we had to share. Right. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking my parents or anybody, <laughs> um, but that's a part of what we had to do. We had to share everything, right, as right. much as we could, because that right. was part of being in a family, and that's right. nothing wrong with. There's nothing wrong with that, right? You know, but that idea that some things about yourself you have to let go of, right? You know. Um, when you feel like you don't have much, sometimes that's difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. easier to part with some, well, I guess I assume it's easier to part with things when you feel like you have other stuff in tow. Mm-hmm. But when you don't, mm-hmm. you feel like that's that's all of you that you're you're burying. Have you seen um, have you seen a lot of resistance in your clients to burying their dead? Uh, what's what's been something that you've noticed about folks who who are stuck or who mm-hmm. are having some problems and are trying to deal with this whole idea of burying their dead? The the biggest issue 
is that because they have, like you said, known it so long, right? Lived it so long, they feel that it is a valid part of them. Right. Right. Um, and for some people, they are so attached to their pain, so attached to their trauma that it's not necessarily um, bearing it that that scares them. What scares them is how do they live without it? Yeah. Right? It's like so many people find their identity in their pain. You know, that sometimes that pain is the only thing that gets them attention. You know, that person that you come up to and the only thing out of their mouth is how many meds they took and, and you know, and, and, yeah. and what's wrong with them. And if they didn't have that to talk about, they wouldn't have anything. And so, That's you know, wild. so sometimes I'm a threat, right? People, people send people to me, right? And, and, and it's all over them. It's like, I don't know what it is you do, but it won't help. Okay, well, they have already set that stage. You know, it won't help. Why? Because if it does help, then I have to do something different. And I'm not ready to do anything you know? different. And I'm not ready to do it. Today is the day and now is the time. If you have a good idea, good intentions and are looking for a way to get audience and to get your great message out to the world, I encourage you to start your very own podcast. You would be surprised the amount of folks who are waiting to hear your content. My name is Kibway Cooper and I have been an audio engineer for the past seven years years and I am offering one-on-one -on -one coaching to help you get through the beginning stages of creating your very own podcast. Please reach out to me and let me know how I can help you. My email address is empoweryoupodcast at gmail.com. We offer one-on-one -on -one coaching, a live masterclass, and even a 10-module course that will take you through the entire process of creating, producing, and distributing your podcast to your very own listeners. This is a great avenue to connect with your audience and to connect with people who are in need of your voice. Again, reach out to me at empoweryoupodcast at gmail.com and let's get your podcast started today. You know, and, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's always a challenge. Do you think people would rather... Well, first, let me clarify something really quick. All right. I know we keep saying, Barry, you're dead. Right. We are not necessarily talking about humans, okay? Right. We're talking about habits, ideas about yourself. Right. Things that you were born into, right. um, ways that you used to think, people used to hang out with, habits, um, yeah, philosophies that just... Because at a certain point in your life, I've experienced this, you have to move past... Mm -hmm. Everything that you know. Right. Everything that you think you know. Right. And at that point, you really do feel like you've lost some part of yourself. Absolutely. And this can 
be triggered. So that's the other thing I want. And I'm saying this not because I'm trying to, by any means, hijack what you're talking about. But I need those who are listening to understand that this is an inevitable place you're going to arrive at. And you can either hold on (laughs) and keep hanging on to something that's no longer serving you. Or right. you can you can make some kind of transition. Yeah. I had to bury a lot of my own dead when my mom passed away, and I right. did that. Um, and I had to confront parts of myself that I was dependent on her to heal, heal with her mothering, heal with her love, heal mm. with her conversation, and I wasn't able to get some of those resolves. That's obviously that's not not her fault. Right, but there's right. aspects of myself I had to allow to die off, so that I could actually become who I believe that she would have wanted me to be anyway, who I needed to be. And so, at some point in your life, you're going to interact, you're going to slam into something, right? And it's going to require you to to bury something of yourself that you really, really loved. It's especially when you when you try when you're trying to step into this empowered life. Yeah. Right. When you're trying to when you're trying to live intentionally and inspirationally, you know, and yeah. and it, it's going to come down to the truth of the experience. Right. And see that that's what makes burying a lot easier. See, because we have all been trained to a sense. Right. You know, we it it it's hard when when you bump heads against something that that you have believed was the truth yeah. for so long, but your experience tells you absolutely something different. Mm-hmm. All right, and then it's not just a bear; you got to fight. Somebody's going to get somebody's going to get killed before somebody gets buried. Yeah. Right. Ooh, that's a whole word. Somebody's gonna get killed before someone gets buried. Something Be- has to die. Yeah, and, and and it's like before you can move, because you will run. You will run into that wall on a regular basis. Every time you think you're moving, that wall, that that thing that wasn't buried, comes up. I had it happen. I had it happen to me. 45 years later from an experience, you know? And, and it's like, man, it's like, and, the, and what you find out, that it wasn't even true. You know, that kid that I just talked about, the one that mm-hmm. you told was stupid, right? Yeah. And then, you know, 10 years later down the road, you know, he takes his test, finally he's got a genius IQ, but he can't read. Because somebody told him it was too stupid to read. Yeah. You know, that's my story, dog. Right? I'm like, wow. You know, back in back in the 60s, they didn't test anybody for dyslexia or ADHD. You just took the short yellow bus to school and they didn't teach you how to read because they said you couldn't. Right? Wow. And then I find out <clears throat> I'm dyslexic. I'm ADHD in my in my adult life, but I had a person, you know, who said, 
Don't listen to them. They don't know you. You can read. I, I can read. And I do better, you know. But I also know the effect of short yellow bus because, you know, you know, kids, right? Yeah. You know, you get yeah. off that bus, your yeah. life is hell, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so, so I had that all the way through junior high school. And then, and then I had to perpetrate through high school, right? It was like, okay, I got this IQ that's crazy. I know a lot of stuff people don't know, but I couldn't read it to you to save your life. Wow. Right? All because. Words, man. Wow, and, and, man. And, so, and so 45 years later, this thing comes where where it's like, you know, it was about goal setting or something like this. Yeah. And and I and I had set some goals and the goals were great. And then it, later in the course they said, make the goals bigger. And it was like, oh, and I can't do that. And I ran straight into the wall of this 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 is what affected me is that whenever I in my youth found something that that I could call my own, something that I could excel in, something that I believed in, someone bigger than me who didn't understand how much I enjoyed what I was doing took it from me. Yeah. It was an undercurrent. Why make something bigger when someone's going to take it from you? Why excel when somebody's going to take it away? I didn't live by it for a long time, but I didn't bury it. Yeah. And so whenever I started going deep in my own life, I couldn't get deep enough. Because you still had that old stuff sitting right there. I still had that old stuff sitting right there, and I couldn't, it wasn't buried. I didn't have closure with it. I do now. Yeah. You know, but man, when when I hit that, it was like that's why that's why I have to have compassion for people when 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 they don't get it. I have to have compassion for people when when they come and they go, but I still feel the same. I understand. You've got layers and layers of unburied stuff. Oof. That's keeping you from moving. But if you want to move, stay on the path. Bury one thing at a time. You, you know, you didn't get the way you are in one day. Don't expect to change in one day. That's difficult, man. I think that's hard. That's hard to hear because... I know from my own experience, sometimes you have been hurting or carrying something that's been dead for so long. You just want it all to come off. Yeah. You're just exhausted. You know, some of, some of us, you know, have been carrying dead things for so long. We just want it all to stop. Yeah. You know, you want it, that instant. And maybe it's not instant, right? But you right. want to feel that release, right? Of so what do you do? Carrying carcasses of old ideas <laughs> and old, 
you know, people who are bad to you, traumas that you've had, right. you know, that you have allowed to just live, not live, but be dead in parts of your house. Right. And you just keep moving it. It's like a box. You just take with you from place to place to place, and it just gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And eventually, you just don't take it out of your car anymore because it's so heavy. So now you're driving everywhere with it. And, you know, and I just think that's... The whole idea that you, you know, you bury one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Bury one thing at a time. Heal yep. yourself from one thing at a time. Yep. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Also sounds thoroughly exhausting. It's yep. just like, I got to go through this entire box all one at a time. And you know what the rule is? Everywhere you go, there you are. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not the stuff. Mm. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. Because it's here. It's here. It's in your head. Right? And I don't mean going crazy in your head. But for me, one of the most powerful things in the Bible was don't be conformed to the ways of the world. Be transformed by renewing your mind. Mm. Mm, okay. Okay. It didn't say be transformed by by doing anything else, but and 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 it didn't say be changed, transformed. Okay, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Only changing your mind to the things that are that that are happening in your life will you see something different happen. Oh, that's good. And so it's like that. And and that's the foundation of of why I wrote my book. Right. It was because you can read a whole bunch of stuff, but until you change something, nothing happens. And that's the that's the power of transformation is changing your mind and getting a different perspective on everything and and get a perspective one thing at a time i mean we, we we're rushing through this life like you know like i gotta get to point b and you know <laughs> it's like if it's not promised enjoy the trip and, and change some stuff while you're on your way you know it's like yeah. You know, and, and and every day is like to be your best you, man. That's all you can do, because you can't change nobody else's stuff, and that's part yeah. of that's part of a lot of people's past, right? Bury trying trying to bury somebody else's stuff for them, thinking it's going to change you. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. You said trying to bury other people's stuff, say because you think it's going to change you. Yeah, give me, give me an example of that. I want to. I want to stay on that for a second. All right, like um, parents do it on a regular basis because parents want the best for their kids, right? And they will go as far as not just influencing, but Manipulating. Manipulating the child's life, even as an adult, 
Well, is she good enough for you? Is he good enough for you? Or, you know, why are you doing it that way? I taught you this way. And and when, when there is so much of so much expectation for you to be a certain way and that parent can't be happy until you're doing it their way mm. until they seeing it you know I, I i have i have people who are so involved in in their in their adult children's life that they can't function when they don't think their adult child is doing the right thing or if or if their kid does something wrong you know they're off to another country i i had one lady left here went to new york because her daughter was dating a guy that wasn't indian and she wanted to meet this guy and interject the fact face to face that you need to, you need an Indian boyfriend. You can't have an American man as your husband. It doesn't work that way in our culture. The only way, and her words exactly, the only way she will understand it is if I tell her face to face. So I have to move to New York. Move to New York. And see, that is someone, oh, wow. that is someone who cannot She's trying to bury something inside of her and something inside of her through her daughter. Right. And and so it's like, no, man, it ain't real. You you won't be able to do it because it's not yours. And yeah, it's and so that's so so what do I get to do, man? I get I get to love and have a whole bunch of patience and have a whole bunch of compassion for people burying because we're human mm. we 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 are just human and everybody's got something yeah you know and and yeah it's, it's horrible so, so you <laughs> it's said a tough that, thing you said that you had to bury this idea that you weren't intelligent that you weren't i may be interjecting or or putting words in your mouth you let me know but I feel like when it comes to things like that, you know, that goes to worthiness. Like you feel like because I am, people have always told me I'm stupid. I'm not worthy to be happy or worthy to be successful or right. worthy to uh, to succeed in life or to grow, you know, based off of some one person or maybe a bunch of people's interpretation mm -hmm. of who you are. Mm -hmm. And you said that you had to eventually bury that. How did you bury this idea that you had about yourself that that you know was holding you back but then that also had been reinforced by peep the trauma and the things that you had gone through in your life how yeah. did you bury that yeah um like i said it was just not long ago when i found out something wasn't buried mm. right so i uh i, I stay on my path <laughs> and that 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 sounds like a, a quick easy answer but it's like okay i know what i do do yeah all right and i'm not getting in somebody else's lane 
or somebody else's path and trying to, you know, inflect my intelligence on, on their path. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm staying where I know what I know. All right. Now, as far as, as far as burying the stuff, I'm, I'm a new creation. And some things I like to take just where they are. When God tells me I'm good enough, that's all that matters. I'm good enough. What you said in the past didn't make me who I am today. How I reacted to those things in the past, I don't have to react like that today because I know a truth that's better than where I was. So until I, until I bump into something, you know, that, that I have to contemplate, you know, is, is that something that needed to be buried? I mean, it's, if you dig deep enough in the earth, you're always going to find a rock, right? You're always going to find a hard spot. And so I figure as long as I keep digging in myself, you know, to find things that, that need to be ejected, then, then I'm doing a good thing. So there's, there's always a process of self-reflection of, 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 of digging in me intentionally intentionally to find it yeah. right you know and if Not it doesn't just letting serve, it run into you yeah yeah and 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 in in the in the process you know you just you just find a better you the soil gets richer from all the digging you know and i can put in my dirt whatever i want to that's and, yeah you know yeah it's my dirt it's my stuff. It's my life. I choose everything in my life. Wow. I've given myself permission to choose everything in my life. If it doesn't serve me, why do I have to take it? And you don't have to convince why do you have me. to carry it. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, that's that, that that's the power of that C word, that choice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you feel like, you know, part of burying your dead is intentionally, you know, figuring out what is dead, figuring out what smells, figuring out what the what the issue is. Right. Right. And deciding that you're not going to let it stay there. Right. And you're going to put something else in its place. Because when you talk about like, you know, I can dig as much as I want because I'm deciding what goes where. And I think that's very powerful. I mean, I guess in my head, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, you know, when you're burying your dead, that's also an opportunity to plant something new. Right. (laughs) You already got a (laughs) hole there. (laughs) Exactly. You know, now is an opportunity to put something new where your pain was, to put something new where your trauma was to put right. something that actually serves you, but you got to dig the hole. Right. Right. 
to get rid of it. You got to pluck out. You're not good enough. And and replant and 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 I I don't know you know where I heard it, but it was like you when you when you pluck something out and then there, and there's a hole there, you've got a choice about what you can put there. And it's like if you had a choice, why would you choose bad? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why Why wouldn't you reach out to someone or something that that empowers you yeah right you know what you know what i want in my life i I want a kid boy in my life right a brother who's doing things right and believes in himself and he's a good dude that's a good enough that's a good enough thing to put in my garden yeah and so i'm gonna put that relationship in my garden and watch it grow the way it grows yeah. But it's not, I'm not good enough. Right. And it doesn't happen on accident either. Right. You have to be intentional about what you put in that in that spot. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's like I wake up and and what goes here? And I ain't have to move, don't have to move nothing, man. You know? That's awesome, man. I'm trying to get to that point, man. I've had to divorce, I've had to bury some some ideas I've had about myself. Um, yeah. Some 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 different things, you know. Even just in 2021, in 2020, 2021, you know, I've I've run into some things that I've had to shift the way that I think about myself. Right. Um, especially you know, in March, uh, I had a, a whole incident. I ended wow. up getting an OWI. Oh. And, uh, you know, all because there were some things in my life that were, that needed to be buried. Mm-hmm. And I, and it's difficult because you do attach parts of your personality to them. You know, you have mm-hmm. longstanding memories and or, uh, um, you know, experiences with this thing that is now dead. Right. Uh, and right. and you, whether it's like longstanding grief, whether it is you know, something that you just can't get over, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. the whole idea is that not letting go of that just makes you sick. It doesn't make the other person sick. Not at all, especially when it It comes down to other people. Yeah, it doesn't make the other person sick. It doesn't change the situation. It just makes you sick. Yep. And as a result, you know, you have problems. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I had to, you know, and I'm still doing that. You know, I'm, I'm... I'm burying things that I thought I needed to live. I'm burying things that I thought I needed to to in order for Kibboy to be Kibboy because I'm realizing right. none of that makes you you. Right. None of it does. The right. only thing that makes me me is what I decide I'm going to put in the soil afterwards. Right. That is what creates, right. you know, the 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 abundance. Right. Um but that only happens after the burial. Right. <laughs> it only right. happens after the digging. Right. After the burial. But you know, it it's you know, and, and when I think of buried stuff, I always I always have to put it in the past tense. Yeah. Right. And the reason I like to put it in the past tense is because when it's the past, you 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 can it will never be what it was before you cannot live 
the past over. Mm. Not in not in the least. Nothing 10 minutes ago can be again what it was then. Yeah. At in any kind of way. So those that stuff that's buried, that past, it has no power unless you give it power. Mm. Mm. Right? Because yeah. it cannot be what it was anyway. What it was when it matters. Anyway, does it matter? It cannot be again. Now you may go back and recreate aspects of that past and pay a consequence again, but it's still going to be different from what happened the first time you did it. Yeah. But what happened in the past can't happen again. So if if I was an idiot 30 years ago, doesn't mean I have to keep looking back and and bear, you know, and kill myself again like I did 30 years ago, right? That's that Jesus thing for me again. That's that's why that's why I have that problem at Easter. Right? Yeah. What I did 30 years ago, and I, you know, I I judged myself, I was crazy, I, I did this, that, and the other. That's not me. You can't judge me by it, and I can't judge me by it. Yeah, because it's I over. can let you judge me by it. Mm. If if you keep digging up my dead past and trying to make me be that. But I don't have to be. That dead past cannot happen. So you don't do it. Yeah. And and you don't relive it. I don't. Let me put it like that. All right. If it's past, look, dude, 10 minutes ago, everything we said was, became past. And we can't even take it back. The only thing we can do is play back the recording and hear it. But it's not the same thing now. And so I take these I take these truth concepts and make them real. I cannot change anything that happened yesterday. That's very interesting that you say, you know, you can't nothing from the past has the power to be anything unless you give it to it. If you, unless you give it that power, you know. Um, the experiences that we have from our past, mm -hmm. we hold on to them so tight because we attach that to our identity. Mm -hmm. But we don't necessarily have to. I guess, you know, just because they are your memories doesn't mean that they have to be that sacred to you. It's just something that happened. And other things can happen that are right. better than that if you put yourself in a position for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What here's, here's a question I like to ask. What future do you want to make your past? What future do you want to make your past? See. Oh wow, that's a really good uh, question. See, if 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 you're always thinking forward, 
right? You're always expressing your your direction towards a goal, towards mm-hmm. a place to be. Mm-hmm. All right. Because when you get there and you go past it, it's your past and you can't make it happen. So what do you really, really want to happen in your life? You have to see it like a vision and go for it. Because as you know, I'm living a vision today, right? We are sitting in a vision, right? Yeah. You see it on my board, all right? We are sitting in a vision. But I couldn't have got there if I hadn't looked for it. Yeah. See? And so we had a conversation yesterday. Right, not the same one today, but we're still sitting in my vision. Yeah. So, what do you want to make a past? So, what future do you want to turn into a past? It's a deep question. It is because you get to decide, you get to choose, you get to choose the steps, every step along the way. Because, I mean, and, and no, no stepping backwards. Because anything behind you won't matter anyway. So you keep moving forward and you keep stepping and you keep looking for the signs. And if you don't see the sign, just keep moving. Signs coming. And you got to trust the process. You know, and 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 I'm old, so (laughs) I've got a lot of practice now trusting the process and and the beauty the beauty of of what I what I feel I, I want to do now is to to be an influencer in my age. I mean, you know, people say you ain't old. Well, I I'm kind of am. All right, I'm older than the most statistics. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, and and the people in my life. The people that that give me my youth in transference are young people because the future that I see is me helping people now move towards their future while they're young. You don't have to go through the young and dumb phase, Mm. right? That's That's my story. You don't have to do it. If you can slow down just a minute to hear that you don't have to do it, you can choose to do something better now. You can look at your future and make it happen now. That's what you can do. That's what young people can do. While your body doesn't hurt. While you're, you know, while, while you're, you're old enough to be on your own and you're old enough to make choices for yourself and you can choose good. You can choose different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Stop complaining about what you're getting if you're doing the same thing that you've been doing. 
Absolutely. Do something different and 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 do it better. If you had the choice, why choose bad? Right? Yeah. And mm. so so yeah, even though you don't see it all the time, right? When I yeah. see you, I see <laughs> right? Right. Because you're young and doing it now. You know, when I was your age, looking back at this past person, I wasn't nowhere near thinking about <laughs> empower what? <laughs> right? I was nowhere near thinking that. And it's like, you don't see how powerful that is. Because I know people your age who are stuck in this position and nothing going on in their life. Nothing. You talk about stuff to bury. What makes them so unworthy of living that all they want to do is sit on a couch and play a game? 30 and 40 year old men doing nothing but gaming. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with gaming. And some people are making a hell of a living out of gaming. You know, but most of them aren't. But most of them aren't. And ask them what they're doing next. And they go, I don't know. Ask them where they're working. I don't know. Work? I thought mom was. Mm. So there's a lot of other choices that people could be making. There's a lot of other choices you could have made. But you have chosen to get on this path. And not just help yourself, but help others. So don't doubt your path. Right. Right? Just be on it. Just be on it. Don't doubt your path. Just be on it. Man, that's that's good. Right? And so I, I, love, I love young people. I love people doing things. I love young people doing things. I love young people thinking freely, thinking past the confines of everything that they've been taught. Yeah. Because everything you've been taught ain't right. I'm going to tell you. Oof. It ain't. And you know, it may not just, it's just not applicable. It may not serve you. Exactly. You know, I, I, that's, that's one of the things I, I've run into. You know, I, I think sometimes you just got to decipher what's, what's going to actually work. Some stuff is just not, Yeah. that's just not, it's not going to work. Sometimes like, that's you not, have to renew your mind. Ooh, that renewing your mind. I never really thought about that scripture like that before. Right. And 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 see, I think back, okay, you know, I don't know how to age the Bible, but when that was written, they didn't have half of what we have right now. Yeah. So the only thing that can be renewed is our mind. <laughs> right. So they were deeply dwelling in that mind body space. Right. Which we now call woo-woo or whatever, holistic right. or energy right. work. Before, right. that was all there was. Right. Right. And it's like truth. You know? I just believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. Well, listen. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you for one more thing. You've already shared so, so, so much with us, and it's been... Absolutely amazing sitting down and talking with you, man. Yeah, always, uh, bro. I'm going to ask always. you 
in just a second for a thought exercise. I'm going to do mm. a quick uh, ad for myself. Right and on. then uh, we're going to do a thought exercise and then we'll wrap up, okay? All right. That's all right, cool. All right. That's so, cool. Um, to anybody who's just now tuning in, this is Empower You Podcast. My name is Kidboy Cooper, and I want you to be a part of Empower You Podcast. I want you to subscribe, like, and share this with somebody who you're thinking about. And if you're not thinking about anyone, uh, just share it in general. It's really important that we uh, disperse really great information, and I really want you to become a part of the Empower You Podcast tribe, uh, a part of our family of people, of individuals who are really doing as much work as we can to uh, break cycles and to push past barriers that we have developed or inherited in variety of different situations. Uh, we are devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to mm. all of you, uh, listeners, likes, subscribers, fans, friends, supporters, um, and we we do so by talking about a variety of topics and life principles, including the process from uh, several perspectives, which would right, be right. Uh, societal, economic, and uh, cultural uh, perspective. And that's how we we dive into these topics and we unpack um, what we need to in order to uh, shed some clarity and demystify the process of success and or betterment and or self-development. So right. go ahead and subscribe, uh, like, download this episode. And I would love to keep in contact with you. So send me a note, write a comment if you really are enjoying this. And uh, I will see you in another episode. So, uh, Samaj. Yeah. Thought exercise. What you got for us? Oh, uh, all right. All right. I got something for you. So, um this thought exercise is about the beginning of the healing process. It's a, it's, it's from uh, the Hawaiian culture and it's called Ho'oponopono. It is a forgiveness exercise that, um, cause that's where, that's where a lot of healing begins. And um, what I do with my clients is when we tap into the fact that there's a lot of forgiveness that people have to do, but you can't do it with the person that needs to be forgiven or have that person forgive you. And um, in this culture, and you can you can read all about it um, if you can. If it's ho h o o pono o p o n o pono p o n o and um, Go read about it. Google it. It's um very powerful exercise. But um, what I have my clients do is just to sit back, take a couple deep breaths, and reflect on who needs forgiveness, whether it's you or whether it's another person. And it's a, it's a four-phrase process. And the power in it is, is when you say the first part of the phrase, the first phrase is, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And as, as you're, as you're going through this process and you're, and you're thinking about people in your life that, that forgiveness or there was pain and if you caused pain 
in someone's life and it comes to you in this relaxation, you just say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And you just continue. It's like a mantra in a in a in a in a in a relaxation stage. And, and what generally happens, and usually in my sessions, you know, they're they're either on my table or or we've been, you know, through this process and and they're reflecting, and I will have you tap on your heart and say it. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Those four phrases, people don't hear. They don't hear it from other people, especially now. Nobody cares. But the most powerful one, if you can tap on your heart, look in the mirror, and say the phrase, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. The hardest person to forgive is yourself. For all the choices that you've made in your life that you think you have to pay for, tell yourself, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you because you're the hardest person to love for yourself. Wow. Do that process. Do it twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening. Forgive those around you, forgive yourself, and let the weight, remember that energy that we started talking about? Yeah. The energy of, of unforgiveness falls off your body. And it gives you peace. That's what I have to offer today. <laughs> that is phenomenal. Um, wow, man. Yeah. That, I'm going to practice that. That is yeah. really, that's great. Yeah. Thank you so much for sitting down with us and having some conversation right. about burying the dead. We got to get past it, y'all, so that we can really arrive into a better state of being where we can be healed and forgive yeah. ourselves and and have space to really expand into what we need to be. So thank yeah. you so much, man. My I pleasure. I really appreciate bro. you. My pleasure. Uh, we will be back with more episodes of Empower You Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. How can we find you? Um, yeah, so my uh, my website is Uncommon Healing dot com and there you can find everything out about um my business which is mbs balancing system and um we're growing and i told you you know the beginning of the year everything is about expansion for 2021 yeah. despite what COVID says everything's about growing expand your mind expand your your intuition expand everything about yourself and um MBS is expanding. We just moved to a new location yeah. and I am opening a tranquil garden in my home 
you know, got a couple things that need to be done, but hopefully, oh man, you know, it looks amazing. Find me on Facebook, it you know, amazing. under MBS Balancing System. Okay, and um, you know, things are happening, bro. That's awesome. You just got to believe it. That's awesome. Well, listen, y'all go to MBS Balancing System and say hello, um, say thank you, and uh, uh, practice that thought exercise of forgiving yourself, forgiving those around you, and you'll have more space in your life. Absolutely. To be uh, that much better and that Absolutely. much more full and abundant. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, go to MBS Balancing, and check out what Samaj is doing. Uh, it's really quite inspiring. You guys are going to have to come check out uh, this tranquil garden that he is building. It is absolutely amazing. We will be back to do more yes. filming and, and interviewing here in his facility. It's really, really dope. So yep. Um, yep. we will talk to you guys a little bit later. But until then, peace. peace. Empower You podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners. We discuss a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, cultural and societal perspective. We believe that through tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. Subscribe to our channel and let us empower you.